everyone. This is Gruesome Herzog. My very special guest is actor, director, producer. Yes, it's Dave Rita. He has two shirts. Yes. <laughs> he has two shirts. Alright, are you finished? I'm done. I'm sorry. Right. I have to <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. He has two short films that um, I've got a chance to watch. Um, actually, back to back days, I was unaware of the one, and unaw- actually, I was unaware of both of them. Um, he got pointed my way through Shriekfest, and but first, I want to start with David. Is a film that he did in 2006. And it's called Bit Parts. Now, I am going to purchase this and do a review. <laughs> Sometime in the next 20 years, okay? Awesome. You don't have to. It's on Netflix. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's out there. I tried to get chirping. Did it work? No. I failed. <laughs> Anyways, do you want to give the listeners an idea about Bit Parts, if you want? Sure. Uh, Bit Parts is about a crazy L.A. plastic surgeon who uh, gets into a car accident with his family and wrecks his daughter's face. So he goes even more insane and decides to pose as a L.A. casting director, and he puts out ads, you know, like looking for the perfect eyes, perfect nose, perfect lips, and he's going to replace his daughter's mangled features with these pieces, hence the name Bid Parts. That is uh, in, that's a very interesting film. No, I got to check this <laughs> out. Now, this was your first attempt at a full-length feature. This was feature. my first film, yeah, but we did shoot it all on film, and uh, uh, it was a while ago, but... Uh, it's 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 not you know I'll never say it's the best horror movie out there in the world but it is fun it's a fun little movie it's cool. Well, see that's the thing about me um, I'm a lot different than a lot of other reviewers they kind of like you know that they they kind of don't do their homework now when I say that I mean you know think about it you know you have to go through the pro- I have a process that I go through first of all you look at how much it costs to make the movie first of all first and foremost that's my personal opinion okay because you can't judge a film that costs $10,000 to a film that costs $50,000. So you have to break that down first. Okay. Well, I got to say, though, dude, it was kind of funny to see uh, my movie on the shelf at Borders right in between Dracula, like Bram, Sto- or it was, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula and, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, it was something else. So it's, it's like it was right in between two $30,000 movies. I mean, $30 million, <laughs> my $30,000 movie in between two $30 million movies was pretty funny. But, see, uh but exactly. yeah, I know what you're saying. But you know, that's just me. But I will check this out. I mean, I've watched movies that are like a thousand dollars. I mean, it was like a, a first attempt, and I loved them. I'd, see, when you, when, I don't know about anybody else, but when I go into a movie, I like to watch first timers. I like to watch how the process, you know, how they get better and how they make a film and what they only have to use. That's to me is well, exactly. A, a, well, Huh? You know, it, as a if you don't grow with every film, um, right. you're just not doing it right. You know right. I mean, you got. I feel you have to get better. You have to get stronger. You have to get faster. You have to be able to compete. You have to keep going, growing as a filmmaker, as a writer, as an actor, as a director, as anything actually in this world, and not just in the entertainment industry. You have to keep growing. You know. Right now, the cast that you have for this film, that I normally don't ask this, but I'm just curious. Parts? Yes. How did you ever come? How did you come across the? Pro- I mean, are these like? Uh, Friends, or was it like locals in the California um, area? Uh, some of them. I had been doing uh, a sketch comedy show for three years previous okay. uh, locally here, like on local cable access, and we took it to film festivals and stuff like that. Um, it was this little sketch comedy show, Click This, I did. Okay. And uh, my, lead, my lead actress, Sarah Gordon, and uh, Michelle Angel, uh, and uh, my detective, Peter Redman, they all came from Click This. 
uh, everybody else we held auditions for, and that's okay. kind of funny actually, because in the movie, the doctor he holds these auditions for these actors in these dark warehouses and stuff like that. And I got emails from people saying actors wouldn't do that, but the problem is, is they did do that for the actual audition of the movie. Um, my buddy uh, owned a costume store and it was closing, so it was all empty and it had been raining, so the roof was leaking and it was all dark in there. And people came into this leaky weird shop that was empty and totally auditioned for us. We could have been the doc and killed them right there. So actors would do that. We know because they did it. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's We're hungry. Now, <laughs> was there any, any, any like, um, bloopers, like, funny stuff that might have happened while you're making it? I mean, it's always fun to... to uh, some people, some directors can tell some funny stories. Anything really off-the-wall weird happen? Yeah, actually. Uh, well, we were filming up on top of the train station, a uh, light rail station up here in Pasadena, and uh, we didn't we didn't know that uh, the cops are really cool with anything you're doing here in Pasadena in terms of filming. It's not like L.A. We assumed it was like Hollywood, you know, where if you bust out a camera, they're just gonna they'll bust out a ticket on you right there. Here in Pasadena, you can film anywhere you want as long as you're not disrupting traffic. But we okay. didn't know that. We had been all scared of the cops and everything. And we were up there on the light rail station. We were about to take some shots, and there was a still photography group up there taking pictures uh, for modeling or something. I don't know, whatever they were doing. And they had all these scantily clad women up there. So we waited. And when they were done, then we started to take our shot. We were just about to take our first shot when, whoop, here come the cops. So my crew starts freaking out, and they all huddle in one corner, and I can hear them going, oh, shit, we're going to go to jail. We're going to go to jail. Dave's going to jail. We're, we're, first scenario, we're paying tickets. We're all paying tickets. It's going to cost us a fortune. They're all freaking out. Oh, God. I walk over to the cops, and the cops look at me, and they're like, hey, uh, so were you the crew up there that had the scantily clad women up there? And I'm like, no, that wasn't us. That was the crew before. We're, we're a movie. That was a still photography thing. And the cops start laughing, and they're like, yeah, well, the light rail drivers, some of the ladies that were driving the light rails were kind of getting pissed off seeing all these ladies up there wearing nothing and changing up there there were you know oh god yeah I I had nothing to do with that then the cop looks over me and he's like so you're a movie and I'm like yeah and he goes um do you need any cops for your movie and I'm like what and he's like yeah and he goes over to his car and he pulls out his headshot and he gives it to me meanwhile my crew's freaking out thinking that the cop's taking me to jail (laughs) having me a headshot they're like oh Dave (laughs) that's funny yeah, cops in Pasadena, they're friendly, and they'll give you headshots, and if you need them, hey, there's a contact number right at the bottom. Oh, that's funny as shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Can't complain about that, yeah. Nope. Well, let's get into the heart of this interview now. Um, actually, the one that we're going to talk about last, but the one I want to talk about is the one that you told me about that I reviewed, it, I think, yesterday or day before. Um, Horror of Our Love, a short film in 2010. Now, before you speak, I have to get this off my chest. Um, A brilliant short, like I said in my review. And I got a film from Shriekfest last year, which I got it this year. It was called Zombie Love. Okay? Right. Uh, You heard me say it in the review. It was a short film. And I'm not one for musicals. I really am not. Okay? I didn't like Little Shop of Horrors. I couldn't take that because it's it's, it's combining... I don't know. But anyways, I watched mm-hmm. Little Shop of Horrors, though. I just don't really dig it. But Moranis, it's all the brothers. It's Martin, <laughs> but John Candy? John Candy's my boy. That's one guy I miss. I, I'm a big candy, John Candy fan. But 
I want to tell you something, dude. When you told me about this film and I watched it, I was totally impressed. I absolutely oh. love this. Wait, are you speechless? I am. That's really nice of you to say. <laughs> it's not That's nice really of me to say. I'm being for real. I'd like this. If anybody gets a chance to see this, they're going to love this because whatever. I'll let you explain. Well, it's, it's been around. I mean, Horror of Our Love, it's been around for a year. We went to 11 film festivals with it last year, and we won eight of them with it. Wow. Um, it, we're really blessed with that one. Honestly, that one just came out of nowhere, and, um, you know, it's a love letter to 80s romantic movies and uh, horror movies, and, and uh, I, you know, when I made it, I wasn't sure anybody would even get it because it's such a weird idea about a serial killer doing his thing, trying to <laughs> show a girl he loves her. <laughs> you know? Oh, you did. That was clever. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You know, I thought you might have fun with it. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it when she says um, in the trailer. I think it says, "Leave me alone. Get away." Or how, I can't remember what she said anymore. Yeah, that's her. That's the only line she says. Stay away from me. Stay away from me. <laughs> yeah, right. right at the top. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> "I love that." But that's um, the love, Kate Melia. Um, she's a friend of mine from high school. And uh, actually, she went to a different high school, my friend's high school, but from high school, basically from my own hometown. And uh, she was awesome. I just, you know, I needed that girl, blonde girl next door that could just, the, the, you had to fall in love with her immediately. And that's Kate. Lips to, to do that. I love that. <laughs> that's so, <laughs> it's funny. And then, yeah, uh, I spent like a, I spent a week walking around uh, in just those boots, uh, just so I could get used to walking around in them. So I, I didn't want to break my ankles when I was doing it, you know what I mean? Right, right, and then... I actually, the, actually got so used to actually running them. They're like big kiss boots now, yeah, you know? <laughs> well, I can't say too much, um, but there's one scene that, you know I'm talking about, that was funny, is um, at the house where he comes from behind. That was pretty... Um, oh, yes. That was pretty... Uh, <laughs> that's my, that's, that's uh, Actually, that's my... The, the Elf Twin Films, that's my... Uh, uh, the executive producer on Bit Parts, uh, that's Carl Schweitzer. Okay. Right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's funny. <laughs> He's awesome. Oh, my God. And then the next one... Got a lot of love. Well, I tell you what... A lot of heart. Anybody who likes that kind of music will love that movie. Simple as that. Because, oh, sure. you know, it's just... What you did there was... Very, to me, it was like a trick. A clever idea that that could easily be. Now, was that their music video? <laughs> um, it kind of is now, sort of, because yeah. uh, they didn't have anything before. They just had uh, the song out, and it, it had been out. It's been it's like two years, three years old now. Yeah. Uh, it it just been out there, and uh, they they did a music video for their song "Love Me Dead." But they didn't do anything for Horror of Our Love, and then now that one's just kind of taken over for it because it's just it's been out there. They love it. They support it. I've got to meet with the band, and they're just such cool dudes. Oh wow! They just really dug the hell out of it, you know. And I, I and uh, so, yeah, I was nice, and I gave them a plug and a review as well. I had to say the they band, but um, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. They're, they come out with new stuff, so uh, yeah, they're I'm sure they appreciate it, and they're just great dudes and a great band. I like their music, so I'm going to check, try to look for some more stuff from them. Um, yeah. The next one is the one that started this whole Dave Rita and Gruesome Herzog connection. Plus, of course, <laughs> I give tips to Denise Gossett and Shriekfest for 
get you Love in touch you. with me. But my undeadly. Now, I have history with the lovely Michelle Tomlinson, who I interviewed. <laughs> oh, really? Well, not that. <laughs> She's a sweetheart. We had a lot of talks, and we did an interview, and I had her as a guest again on a podcast with me and Char Harden, did Herzog and Harden, I'm in horror. We had her on there, and uh, the, the yeah, short film, My Undeadly, you know, I have to be careful because it is a short, short film, and I have to be careful. But one thing I will say is well done. Oh, thank you. Thank you again, sir. I like the idea. I, like, I love the kudos today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said the review, too, so people heard it before. But, you know, just uh, it's, it's kind of hard to even talk about this because you can't really until someone's who seen it. But the acting in this film was amazing. Um, Michelle is Michelle. She can be a scream queen. She can be anything she wants to be. And that's what I like about Michelle. She's a very versatile actress. Very versatile. Oh, yeah. And He's phenomenal, phenomenal. And you now explain the makeup. Um, I guess you try to explain something that you can without giving too much away. <laughs> well, uh, I, I'll tell you the uh, the tagline. I always say, uh, you know, it's uh, Maya Deadly. Sometimes the zombie craves more than brains in this horrific zombie tale. Um, that's what I usually say about it. And I say Michelle is freaking awesome in it she uh, i actually wrote this piece for her okay uh, because i i'd known her we've been uh, friends for a long time and hitting the same horror circles for a long time i knew how awesome she was and i just really really wanted to work with her and i knew anything i did well it, ha it had to be good first of all i mean it had to be really good to just present it to her but i knew if i could write something good and get her in it that it would rock and uh and that's exactly what happened uh, she's just freaking awesome, you know. Yes, you know, and that's one thing about her that that attracted me to her as far as her acting ability. Um, I mentioned to you earlier that I first came across her in the cellar door. Um, yeah. That movie there to me shows Michelle's acting ability. Oh, completely. Because completely. that was a really intense role for her to be boxed up. Yeah. Enough said there. And then she's in another one called Brain... Oh, God. Brain Dead. Brain Dead. There's Brain Dead. Brain Dead for a second. Exactly. And that movie, I watched it and I became Brain Dead, and I mean it in a good way. Now, I like that film as well. So I, that's how I got to know Michelle Tomlinson. Yeah. And then me, I knew, me too, basically. Yeah. You know, through those films. I mean, that's... I mean, and then through... Uh, that's what was so cool, is to know her through those films and then actually start seeing her in the around the horror crowds and stuff like that. Just hang, And then we became friends, hanging out. Um, we did this. I, I did this one festival with Horror of Our Love, and actually, Horror of Our Love is what brought Michelle to me, because I had known her and I'd been seeing her around. But I was like, you know, it's kind of hard to approach somebody you don't really know, you know, right. especially you know. And uh, then uh, we were at the same festival. She saw Horror of Our Love, and uh, it actually glitched at the end, and uh, she approached me with it. And then she was like, I want to see it, and I was like, okay. And then we started talking, and then the next thing I told her, I was like, okay, the next thing I write is gonna be for you. And she was like, okay, we'll do it. Do it, and I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, so, she's a sweetheart. And then I, yeah, I threw her my undeadly, and she just, <laughs> she was so awesome. I sent her the script, and I just got a call back almost immediately and was just like, we have to do this. We have to do this. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's freaking do it. Yeah. Um, and the makeup you asked me about, yeah. um, it was done by Alexis Stats, who uh, is amazing. 
Um, I believe her, the team of the people she works for did make up for uh, Jeepers Creepers. Okay. So, uh, yeah, my makeup was sick. Um, I spent four hours in makeup, and then we filmed for about 10 or 11 hours after that. Oh, but wow. uh, yeah, it was so cool. I mean, you, you can see. I mean, there's there's pictures of me all. Over. There's pictures of me getting into the makeup. Uh, you can see it. I mean, uh, she used this stuff. Uh, the the appliances she used on me. Uh, normally, they use like uh, like in the past, I've always used latex or something like that. Right. She used these gel pieces. I've never used gel before. It was so cool. Um, she was able to uh, seal the edges with witch hazel. It just melts it right to my skin. Okay. So, so there was no seam. Uh, and HD, when you're filming in HD now, if you do latex and if your makeup is crappy, it shows it like crazy. I mean, it's HD. Right, right. So you got to go for it now when you're doing makeup. And thanks to Alexis, man, all my makeup is incredible. And it's because of that. It's these gel pieces that just, like, melted to my face and allowed me to be able to move. And uh, it was incredible. It was really, really incredible work. She was so worth it. That's a, it, it looked cool. Yeah, from what I from what I've seen, it looked cool. Now, is there anything else that you have brewing that you can talk about? Is there anything else I have ruined? What did I say? Brewing, cooking, brewing, cooking. Oh, cooking. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Right now, um, then I'm trying to write a new feature film um, that uh, uh, I'd like to get out to people as soon as possible. Um, I do have two features that we have written. We have uh, this feature, uh, Unholy Ground, and we have Bright uh, House. By, Fright House is written by Fred Weehy, uh, Unholy Ground written by Craig McGee, and uh, uh, they're really really cool movies that I'm that I'm pushing out there trying to get them out, and then I'm writing my own right now trying to get something out and going. Interesting. Pushing, pushing. Um, also, we've just got you know whatever we're doing to entertain our Facebook friends there. <laughs> oh, I do have something I want to talk about. Um, I did a movie with uh, Brenda Fees and Elizabeth Fees, the lovely Fees sisters, and it's called Tea for Torture. Yes, and, uh, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, it's on, uh, we actually could use some help. Um, we're trying to, it's in a competition for ABC, and all the links are on my wall, their wall, uh, everywhere. And uh, Or you can just go to Dave Rita, Tea is for Torture, or uh, on, on YouTube, I'm sure you'll find it that way. And um, yeah. It's a cool little weird little film. Uh, it's their film. I'm just acting in it. I didn't write it or direct it or anything. That's all them. They're awesome. They're incredible. Yes, that was posted on Facebook, I think, this morning. I looked on my phone when I was, well, I shouldn't be saying this, but I looked at looked down at it when I was driving. Oh, my boss will hear this. But, um, and I said, oh. And then I noticed you notice your name, so I will get the chance to view that later on, and I'll do a review Nice. And, I'm uh, sure they, they will appreciate it. I mean, any love we can get and any attention we can get. I mean, we're pre- we're we know it's not the kind of competition. I mean, people are out there already got like you know 100,000 views and stuff. So we know we're probably not going to win. We just like to at least make a good showing in this thing, you know? Right. So it, right. Everybody that we can to just go and to give a quick vote would be awesome. So yep. we, we really really appreciate it. No problem. See, you know, I, I liked I liked weird films. Now, when I say weird films, I don't... There you go. You're going to love this one. I'm not a person for, you know, explicit sex, that crap, like, you know, like certain films I just don't want to mention the names because it makes me vomit. But, you know, (laughs) I like grunge, you know, that grunge look and some of these. I mean, I'm... 
I tell everybody this. I'm a big zombie fan, a big slasher fan, and I love movies in the woods. That's how it's always <laughs> been. So awesome. And, well, that, that's no, wonder, no wonder you like horror of our love. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's another thing. See, the 80s horror is what formed my mindset. You know, it's weird. It formed everybody's mindset, honestly. Right, well, the, the young... Everybody based it on that. The young generation today does not know what good films are. I mean, you know what I mean? They they, yeah. they laugh at you when you mention about the 80s. You know, if, if they should have a... Make these kids watch some 80s horror, then they're going to understand where it comes from, how it bleeds into today's films. You know what, though? They do, though. That's the best part is these kids laugh and whatever about it. And then on their own, they go, all right, you know what? I heard so much about the original Friday the 13th. What ends up? These kids don't even know it's the mom because, you know, even in the remake, they didn't really sell it. Right. So these kids don't know. Ooh, spoiler alert. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just spoiled a what? A, like 25-year-old, 30-year-old film? Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, so uh, people watch this movie. I mean, these these kids watch this movie, and then they're taken on a whole new ride and realize, holy crap! You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's still getting out there. It's still, and and when you know when you find it on your own like that, it means more because that's how we did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I I had a uh, video store. I was lucky, and I had a video store right across the street from me where I lived uh, back in San Jose in the eighties. And uh, I would just whoop, 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 plop across the street, right, grab the newest horror movie and watch it. And uh, I saw everything. And it was all on my own. And it, it totally warped me and made me the horror fan I am today, you know? Yeah. Now, um, i ask you this. What was your favorite movie that you've seen as a kid? Now, I'm saying around the, t- the 12, 13-year-old range, age-wise. Um, 12, 13-year-old, yeah, I was I was really into the classic Universal monster movies, man. Frankenstein, horror, uh, really? you know, uh, Mummy, Wolfman. Uh, if you're talking more modern, um, I was really into the Evil Dead series, too. Oh, yeah. Um, and, of course, George Romero's uh, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny, you mentioned Dawn of the Dead. I ventured to watch that a couple months ago, from the one from 78. You know, it's funny... You know, when you watch that now, it's so cheesy and cheap looking. Of course, back then, you know, there wasn't much technology. wasn't much technology back then. But you know, that is such a badass film still today. Yeah, that is my number one zombie favorite zombie movie of all time still. Yep. Uh, uh, I mean, even though I have a lot of love for Shaun of the Dead because I love the balance of comedy and horror in there, and and it's just. It's a beautiful dance. I love the way Shaun of the Dead is made, but still, my number one will always be the original yeah, Dawn of the Dead. I agree. Uh, Flyboy, you just gotta, you know, you gotta love Flyboy when he turns into a zombie. It's my favorite. He just he makes the best zombie in that movie. Yep, you know, yep. the, the gun spinning on his fingertips. I mean, you love it. <laughs> but you, I, you love know, it. I met Mike Christopher. Uh, I'm sure you know who that is. He was a zombie, and he was that gypsy zombie in Dawn of the Dead. Right. Yeah, so he was pretty cool. And then, of course, um, the one airplane zombie is actually my neighbor. Uh, he lives up in, like, half an hour away from where I live. He lives in uh, York, Pennsylvania. It's pretty weird. I didn't know that. That's weird. So, um, anyways, um, is there anything else um, that you want to, you might be forgetting? Um, just visit our website, www.elftwinfilms.com. 
Um, let's see, we'll be at a bunch, we're hitting a bunch of film festivals with Maya and Deadly here in the near future. Do you want to mention um, Yeah, we've got, uh, let's see, we've got Sacramento Horror coming up in October, around October 20th, around then. Uh, we have the Horrible Imaginings Film Festival coming up in San Diego. We have uh, the Bloodbath 3 Film Festival coming up in Dallas, Texas in November as well. And we have uh, Salty International Horror Film Festival going on in Salt Lake City in November. And then around November 19th, the end of November, we have... Uh, uh, the Bastards of Horror are doing uh, at Pittsburgh in uh, at the I think it's a town theater or something like that. Damn it. It's in Pittsburgh. Um, but yeah, all this information is on our will be on our side. You're gonna make me travel pages. four hours. What's that? You're gonna make me travel four hours. You've already seen Mayan Deadly. <laughs> I know, but I like to go to festivals. See. Well then, yeah. Then I yeah. Then yes, I am. <laughs> wow. See, now you got me thinking. Good. Thanks, Dave. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> no worries. That's what I do. <laughs> now, have you ever thought about going to like the, the horror finds? I mean, that's in Gettysburg every Labor Day. Have you ever tried to enter your film in there? I have not, but I haven't heard of it. But send me links and I'll do it. I mean, I, we pretty much try to do as much as we possibly can, get out there and get to the people as much as we possibly can all over the U.S. We do focus on California a lot because we're here. Oh, of course. But yeah. I... I do try to get it out there to every, you know, if anybody sends me a link to a film festival or any film festival uh, out there, you know, they want us in, well, I'll definitely submit it. I'll definitely get it out there to you. Now, so. now, would you be able to do My Undeadly next year, next Labor Day? I mean, would, would that still be qualified? I guess so, huh? I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, some people ride the same film for years and years and years. I just, uh, for me, I just, like it's like... It's like every Halloween, I never wanted to wear the same Halloween costume as a kid. Right. Um, every year, I try to at least have at least one new film out there every year. At least one good, solid yeah. film out there pushing. Well, I'll so. send you a link for possibly whatever you do. And just try it out and get it up there. Because I go up there every year. So Awesome. So anyway. Maybe I'll submit Horror of Our Love and My Undeadly. Yeah, there you go. One of, them's bound, one of them's bound to get in. You know? <laughs> one of them's bound to get in. <laughs> Just put down, Dude. gruesome says, accept it, damn it. There. Yeah. Yeah. He'll send me back. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Who's him? Who's he? Yeah. But, uh. He sucks and so do you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> damn it. Well, I want to thank you for coming on today, David. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for getting in touch with me with, uh, and again, I thank Shriek Fest and Denise Gossett for directing you oh, my yeah. way. And, yeah, uh, it's Denise. We love her. Yes. And uh, yeah, contact me, and that's why we're here today. So you know what? Let me say a little something about that really quick. Go ahead. Um, I've with with Horror of Our Love, I had the opportunity to go to a lot of film festivals and stuff like that in the last couple of years. And uh, going to Shriekfest last, we went to Shriekfest last weekend. And uh, going to Shriekfest, I was amazed, honestly, at the quality of films in this thing. I mean, usually I go to a film festival, I see like you know two or three that you really really like, but then the rest are just you know they're okay. This film, like every film, was a powerhouse. Every single film, it was amazing. Yeah. The, the quality and the filmmakers, just man, it, it was a really amazing killer horror film festival. Uh, any one of these films, when they get out there, the people have got to see them, and you know because you're reviewing them. Well, I well I was there, not physically, 
But I was talking to a Denise, Donna Lee Heising. She does that Ion Entertainment. And I was talking to her on the phone during one of her, during her show, interviewing people. So I was there ear wise and vocally wise, but not there physically. But that was a neat experience. I'm going to have the audio. You don't hear me talking, but you can hear the, uh, her interviews with some of the people that was there. But, oh, awesome. but now I do want to mention, uh, you mentioned it too, that I did see another film that was at Shriekfest that I seen right after, uh, My Undeadly, and that was Summer of Zombies. <laughs> Another one you were talking about, yes. So, listeners, look for it. I reviewed it. If you like mm-hmm. short films, that's another good one. Um, an interview is coming soon with the creators of that, but that was fun. So. Yeah, you still got to see the short film certified, too. You'll love that one. That one actually won the super short film category Okay. For uh, uh, at Shriekfest. You'll love it. Well, I'm and they're get- great people, too. Really nice people. Luke... Uh, Luke Agassi, I believe is his last name. I always pronounce his last name wrong. Okay. But, uh, well, I'm sure that, I'm sure I'll be getting in con- I'll be getting an email soon. So, I mean, uh, it's it's gonna take some time. I mean, I have a bunch of interviews. You got that a I lot to do, do brother. Yeah, I do. I got like five of them now that I have to try and get around each person's schedule. Um, <laughs> I'll be doing two screen uh, two script screenwriter interviews coming up soon too. That's gonna be interesting. I never did that before. That's gonna be fun. But David, again, thank you for taking time out for me, and uh, hopefully it was painless. Um, of course, it's always painless. Zombies don't feel pain. No worries, yeah. we can take. It. Well, you gotta remember, Chris Murtaugh's a zombie too, so I know, I know the feeling. <laughs> well, there you go. We're dead to the world. How beautiful! Uh, I love it. Well, thanks, David. You take care of yourself. You too. Thanks. Yep. Bye. Gruesome Herzog, the voice of horror.